Lessons from wars. I'm sure you learned something the last time. And these are lessons that are applicable in a Christian life. Remember when I started, I said there was war in heaven. So to deceive yourself that there's no war will just go against you. Also, the Bible says we wrestle. We wrestle. He didn't say we will wrestle. He said we wrestle. So whether we like it or not, whether you are young or old, we wrestle. So the day the Christian comes to that realization, he will find himself getting ahead because he has the information that we wrestle. What sometimes makes some Christians fail when they are not supposed to is this understanding of wars. Now, you have to understand there's a difference between a battle and a war. Interesting. Let me show you something. Second Samuel chapter 3, from verse 1. He said, Now there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. But David waxed stronger and stronger, and the house of Saul waxed weaker and weaker. He says there was a long war. There's a difference between a war and a battle. Some people win, the bat- win a battle and lose the war. In a war, you see a series of battles. Like what is going on between Russia and Ukraine. It's a war. What's going on between Israel and Palestine? It's a war. This one will shoot this one. This one will shoot. So you can win a day. You can win a battle. But lose the whole war. Because the war is a series of battles. Some Christians sometimes win some battles. But because they are not intelligent in the business of war. They are not war smart. That's the, that's the word I used last week. They are not war smart. Because they are not war smart, the devil takes them down. And what happens is, even sometimes, the Lord looks at such Christians and is wondering, like, what happened? If you ever hear God and how he sees the plight of certain Christians, you'll be wondering, How? Because he would look at the person and say, what happened? He should have known. He should have known. The book of Ephesians was one of the epistles that was in Ephesus. When Paul went there, when he went there in Ephesus, there was a huge temple. The temple of Artemis. In the time of Paul where they had many priests and priestesses that worshipped the the goddess Diane. And this was something, I need to understand why Paul is saying what he's saying, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. He wrote to Philippians, he didn't tell them that. He wrote to Galatians, he didn't tell them. I want want to give you the background, why he, he said that to the Ephesians. So they had this temple, and this goddess, Artemis, was being worshipped over there. Many priests and priestesses. Now, it was a place for like, um, it was like a tourist attraction, let me put it this way. It was like a tourist attraction. People used to go there to worship that goddess, Diane. It was a major thing in Ephesus. 
When you read the book of Acts, let's, let's go there. Chapter 19, I'll start from verse 17. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus. So in, in this part, this account is, is an Ephesian account. All right. When Paul took over Ephesus. So you see, and this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus and fear fell on them all and the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. Paul was able to take over the place. He said, many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. What is the deeds? Verse 19. Many of them which used curious arts brought their books together and bent before all men and they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. What is curious arts? Go to NIV. Verse 19. NIV. It needs to go to verse 20. A number who had practiced sorcery. A number who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls together. Ephesus was a hub of... In, in today's day, it is not... You know, probably will not call it sorcery. It's... These are diabolic places where they do diabolic things. There are, there are some places when you are passing by, just passing by, they don't hide their gods. So. They go in front of the house. Diabolic places. So Ephesus was a very diabolic place now. And is there a number <laughs> who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls? They had books. So you can see that being diabolic was a major venture. In Ephesus. Dealing with spirits was a major venture in Ephesus. And number one, practice sorcery brought their scrolls together and burned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came to 50,000 drachmas. If, if, if you, in today's money, of course, inflation will catch it, but in today's money, this was like a million dollars. The worth of the books. So being diabolic and the temple of Artemis, the money they were making, come on now, the money they were making of sorcery will not permit that Ephesus church to have a smooth church ministry. So imagine that they are losing customers. They will attack them spiritually and physically. Then verse 20 says, verse 20 is, is, is the part you know. In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. King James says, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. This is Ephesus. So when Paul started saying we wrestle, you have to understand where the guy is coming from. <laughs> so we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You have to be well smart. Not giving premium to the devil, but understanding his modus operandi. Some people don't understand the modus operandi of the devil. They just go with the flow. They don't understand. I want to say something. The fact that Christians still ask, why me? Shows they don't understand anything spiritual.
The first lesson of war was your oppressor will never let you go. You remember that? Your oppressor will never let you go. So you have to plan to rebel. Always. Your oppressor will not let you go. You need to understand that. He doesn't want you to go. And the Bible is replete with enough examples on that. Enough examples. And I told you about how he takes people back. Talk about prayerlessness. I talk about faithlessness. You know, I talk about offense. You know, because the first work of prayer is to change you. And every time you find yourself praying and praying from your heart, the Lord will be talking to you about the things you need to get rid of. Get rid of offense because the devil will take you back. Mm. Then point number two, I said, what was point number two? What? Focus on what strengthens you. Focus on what strengthens you. People are going about, you know, sometimes when you talk to people and you say this, it's like you are not being realistic, but you can't change the composition of life and the results it gives you. I'll give you an example. When you tell people that, don't chase money, go for value. Charlie, give me money. <laughs> you understand? One time, I saw something somewhere. They were talking about two pills. One pill is 5 million Ghana CD. The second pill is go back into your life with your current knowledge five years backward. With your current knowledge, go back five years backward. What will you select? People say, I beg, give me the money. No, they are not wise. No, it gives, this shows you the corporate soul of a lot of people, their mindset is a problem. They don't understand life. They just want to get by. With my current knowledge, if you take me five years backward, man, I can kill a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot, eh? That I've caught some secrets and realize that when I was doing this, it yielded this after five years. What am I going to do over there? <laughs> I, will... I, I said something in Cameroon. I said, me, you don't show me secret. <laughs> me, you don't show me secret. You show me secret. Me, me boss. Ah. I will just be there. Secret. I don't joke with secrets. <laughs> if I find out something that works, <laughs> I will take risk. Because it's even risky not to take risk. It's already a risk not to take a risk. So I have to take the risk. I'll, I'll risk everything on a secret. See, you're laughing. That's how it is. It's risky not to take risk. You will be nothing. You, want, you don't want to take risk. Walking on the water is risk. <laughs> Parting the rest is risk. That's what you're going to. What if it covers? <laughs> risk. Everything is risk. Faith is the, is the venture of risk-taking. That's the venture of risk-taking. That girl, if the police call it, caught her, what would she say? <laughs> As she went to the HR person's office. If they, if they say, security, come for this lady. What would, she can't share the testimony. But she has said, now she has a testimony. She took the risk. She went there, speaking in tongues. Small chance she'll get, she'll speak in tongues. Small chance she'll speak in tongues. So today is today. 
I hold this thing before it. <laughs> and she prevailed. Are you listening? So, some people are where they are and they will never see anything because they, are just, they just want to get by. They don't understand life. Go, instead of focusing on gaining more money, you should be focusing on getting stronger. Because, and it is, this thing has been proving time and again, how many people, how many, someone say, oh, I know somebody, yeah, we are talking about an exception. I said, how many people make a lot of money through lottery and become wealthy? Why? Because there is a law in life. The money will come back to the level of your value. I'm not talking about becoming rich. You can be rich for three years. Rich people have money. Wealthy people want money is working for them. So you can be rich by winning a lottery. You can be rich by somebody that's you money. But you cannot be wealthy like that. When it comes to wealth, knowledge is involved. When it comes to wealth, it's more than that. So people can be rich. They can win a lottery. So some people think that all they need, all they need is $5,000. That's what they think. As they are sitting here now, all they need is $5,000. And life will be settled. So yeah, some people think that all they need now is $5,000. You don't need $5,000. Let's get stronger. Bible says he increases people and made them stronger than their enemies. Because if you increase the people and don't make them stronger than their enemies, the enemies will come and take away the increase you have given them. That's why all the time you spend speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues, morning, afternoon, evening, speaking in tongues, you're not wasting your time. You are developing strength. Sometimes God has to even help you to develop the strength before he gives you anything. So by the time he gives you something, it will not be collected. So focus on your strength. Remember that, that scripture Jesus Christ said? He said, the first of all, what the enemy will do is he will go, he said, that strong man will, will, remove, will take away the armor in which he trusted. That's the first thing. The first thing is not to collect what you have. The co- first is not collect, collect the, the, the money you have or whatever goods you have, no? Or whatever achievement you have, your degree, whatever it is, your doctorate, whatever it is. You know, don't care about that. He first of all, collect the ammo in which you trust. When you collect it, you are bare. And you now start messing everything up. Start messing your health up. Start messing your finances up. Start messing your... Now at that time, your prayer life has already declined for two years. A week. A week. So you focus on what strengthens you. The third one was watch. Watch. You see, lessons from war is watch. Every war-savvy nation has an intelligence unit. Why? Why? Because of point four. I'm about to give you point four. One of the biggest devastations of war, I'm giving you point four now. One of the biggest devastations of war is something called ambush. Ambush. When nations are fighting, The nations that are hit by a shock or surprise attack almost never recover. Go and read about Yugoslavia. Today there's a country that's not, it's not called, there's no country called Yugoslavia again. But before it was a country. Remember Yugoslavia? Some of you were born last night, so. 
on Yugoslavia. It's no more. Yugoslavia is no more. Are you listening? Ambush. Hmm. Let me tell you. The devil wants to shock you. That's the issue. He wants to shock you. That's what I said. When they shall say, peace, peace. Then suddenly, destruction. He wants to shock you. So, nothing is happening. Eh? Nothing is happening to the person. He's not praying. There's no attend prayer meeting. There's no attend any meeting. There's no, nothing is happening to him. So, he thinks, ah, <laughs> my grandmother is praying for me. No problem. He just wants to shock you. He just wants to shock you. When you think there's nothing wrong, shock. So Jesus Christ told him, said, watch, 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 watch. He told Timothy, Paul told Timothy, he said, watch thou in all things. Watch, watch, watch is not with this naked eye. So sometimes you're praying or you're spiritually sensitive. You're going, then you pick, you pick a signal. It's like, hmm, something is wrong. Something is wrong. Go and start praying. So Jesus said, watch and pray. Some people, they pick a signal like that. All of a sudden, they are, they are, uh, they are restless. There's an unrest. But they are continuing. Hey, I was feeling some way the last time. The last time I was feeling some way. Three weeks time, something devastating happens. They don't know they picked the signal that day. They were not watching. And when you are, you are fully fledged into carnality, hmm? You can't even pick the signal. Can't even pick the signal. Full, full carnality. You watch six series in a day. Mm. Oh, pastor, these are, these are the things that just bring us joy. What's you watch Korean, Korean drama, Korean drama, Korean drama, Korean drama. Unless they don't ask you what happened in that movie. Hey, you see how the guy, the guy was climbing the tree. That guy, that guy he doesn't, he didn't love the lady. That's why he was, narrates everything. The Holy Ghost is saying, ping, 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 ping. They're feeling somewhere about it. So, hmm. Turn on the next series. And he said in the book of Genesis, my spirit shall not strive with man for long. After a while, gives you signal, gives you signal, gives you, you're not listening. He said, no problem. The accident will happen. And as it happened, you go to heaven. He said, why are you coming so early? So, I told you, my Lord and Savior, you know what you're saying? No, we were giving you signal scenes, but Korean drama, Korean drama. Are you here or you have gone home? Are you here? Watch! He said, the prudent man foresees the evil, not foresees evil, foresees the evil. So the thing is coming, he's looking for the evil in the thing. He's looking for the evil. Where's the evil? The thing looks so... <laughs> let, me let me tell you this. I'm not saying this to, be, to make it look like I'm too smart or anything. Nobody has ever scammed me. 
You see those kind of things. You know why, you know why sometimes some people's phones are hacked? Oh, you have won $20,000. What work did you do? That they sent you $20,000 with a link. What work do you do? Did you do? That they sent you $20,000 free with a link. And they press the link and their phone is hacked. The prudent man see it in the evil. As I saw the link, I saw the evil behind the link. See, it doesn't matter what you send me on Instagram. I'll never click anything. That's what you send. Whatever you send me, so I want fifty billion. I will not press it. I remember when we went to one lady texted, "Oh, pastor, pastor, there is a testimony here." I said, eh? "So, pastor, somebody just gave me a free laptop and a free this and, a, and this amount of money." I said, "Hey, sister, this thing you are saying." So no, no, she was telling me that. No, pastor, it's a testimony. It's a testimony. I said, eh. She said, I said, no. I said, be careful. Oh. She said, no, pastor. Pastor, the, the Lord has done it. I said, okay. <laughs> After one which came to me, pastor. Now, the people who said they were going to give her the laptop, anything, whatever it was. So she should send a certain amount of money. And then they will send her the things. And so she also sent the money. The last money she had, she did not sow a seed in church. But she went to send it to this guy. And the guy, to today, we don't know if tomorrow he will bring the laptop. Remember what I heard that thing? I just knew that this one, they are going to scam you. They are going to scam you. Because you are not prudent. The prudent man, you see, sometimes your issue is your innocence. And I'm coming to point four, ambush. You are just working in life. You are thinking, is it a prudent man? Foresee the evil. As the thing is coming, you know, the, the, the free laptop. Is on. What, why free laptop? What have I done for you? <laughs> have you seen this? Uh, a lot happening in Nigeria. These, you, you, you invest 100, you get 300. What, what, what's going on? Eh? Yeah, there was loom. loom and and the one in, there was there's one in Nigeria that... The word, MMM... People, people, MMM, MMM, people, money crash. You can never get me in those things. You will never get me in those things. Oh, I don't put my money there. Ponzi schemes. Ponzi schemes. You say, ah, my friend did it and got to the end. What if it will stop with me? No, I foresee the evil. Foresee the evil. See the evil. Another thing you never get me network marketing. Never get me. You go and sit in a meeting, they will tell you. If, you go to Paris, see, Mr. Akolache went to this and goes, hey, Mr. Dennis, ah, look at the thing. Ah, I'm just, sorry, I, don't, I don't trust people. I don't trust people. In six months, you get this one. Now, you have used your chalote. You have walked around to get subscribers. Nobody has subscribed. You did not foresee the evil. You didn't know that Mr. Akolache's strip, it is your money that is going to sponsor Mr. Akolache's strip to Paris so that they can take more videos and deceive more people. A prudent man. He said he foresaw the evil. Why the thing is coming? He's looking at the thing. So this one, there's evil behind the thing. Well, if you are into marketing, and that's what the Lord told you, please. I'm not trying to say it's bad. I'm saying me. You will not get me. <laughs> I prefer to work. Let money come. I prefer to work. Value for money. Value for money. Value for money. I prefer that. Value for money. Resource. Resources. We exchange hands. I give you what God gave me. You give me what you have. Mm. You see, that's it. Goods and services. 
What y'all say? You got it or you are going home? I exchange, we exchange. I, pre- I prefer that. There's a lot of blessing in that. Don't think that doesn't mean you'll not get money. No, you get a lot of money. Just that you are greedy. And because you are greedy, you put in 100, you want 900. Why? You did not foresee the evil. Me. You send me a link that I have won. One time someone sent me a mail. Hello, Pastor Enoch. You have won $300,000. Somebody you thinking, how? Oh, my rhapsody. Then you are thinking how you'll be top partner. You know, ah, oh, I'm going to give this rhapsody. Then spirit money, spirit money, spirit money. I know how, I know how spirit money comes. That's not how it comes. You say, I said $300,000. Look at it. If I'm not sure, I'll ask the Holy Ghost. If I'm not sure, I'll ask the Holy Ghost. I'm like, Holy Ghost, this one. Holy Ghost, tell you, my, my guy. Foresee the evil. <laughs> He said, the prudent man foresee the evil and hide it himself. He see the thing coming. And said, oh. You're a lady, a 22-year-old boy approaches you with a BMW. You just jump into it. You will not investigate. So, Who's your father? <laughs> Let's know first. Because it's possible for him to have that if his father has. Okay, but at, at, how come he got at 22? Okay, that means, okay, where do you work? Okay, okay, you did the work for how many years to get this? Important questions. (laughs) No, you said, you have to drop into the car. Then, front seat. Then they are playing song. Boom, boom, snap. You did not foresee the evil. Huh? Yeah, passenger princess. Yeah, passenger princess in front of the every time they pick you front, 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 front. Do you know how many people have sat at that front? Do you know if they are listening now, you are number 65. Twenty-two, you have it. If you if you investigate, oh his father has money, so he pick one of his father's car, or he's doing a certain work, you have to investigate. You have to investigate. You need to see that you don't just jump into it. Sometimes it's better to walk. Say, Pastor, me, I'm anti-suffering. Soft life. Yeah, Pastor, Pastor. Sometimes, Pastor, Pastor, my, oh, a lady told me one time, many years ago, she said, Pastor, me, one of my weaknesses is, is a car. It's a car. If you, if, you park, if you park a car, then I have to sit in it. Don't respect yourself. That's the problem. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. Are punished. A lot of people's woes is punishment. Oh, they say this. Oh, there's a land here. Oh, oh. The land is $20,000, but we'll give it for $20,000. Run for your life. Run for your life. That $20,000 can keep you in court for six years. By the time you finish, the money you have paid in going to court is more than the $20,000. 
Tell someone to run for your life. I would think that being a child of God is all, no, I'm a child of God, nothing will happen to me. Sometimes I need to run. Jesus sometimes ran. Jesus ran sometimes. I was like, he ran through the people. Well, he said, they come to kill him. He said, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. Why? Because Jesus heard the story of John the Baptist. He went to do his man. Wait, 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 wait. Herod, you have got to take somebody's wife. And the wife said, kill him. They said, kill him. Jesus said, it's not time for me to die. When something happened, I pass inside. <laughs> People don't know when to run. People don't know when to run. No, nothing will happen to me. Nothing will happen to me. Nothing will happen to me. That's how James was doing. James. No, nothing will happen. The church. Nothing will happen to James. Nothing will happen to James. Killing. At the time it was Peter's turn. When the angel came to open the door, when the angel finished opening the door, the angel left. So that Peter would do what? Run. You think the angel's going to walk with him in town and say, Peter, go. Then Peter will be walking like this in town. So they will arrest him again, put him there. The church will start the prayer all over again. Peter got out. He came out of the iron gate. Pass. Went to the house of Rhoda. I just said, open, open for me. <laughs> Let them not catch me again. <laughs> Ambush. Matthew chapter 10. Verse 16. Lessons from wars. Tell you, some people don't know when to run. You're a young man. You have seen a nice girl. The reason why you don't want to go is because you think that, you think in your life, if this girl goes, where will I get something like this again? But the problem that's about to start in your life, you will I get? Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. <laughs> Jesus says, I'm sending you, look at this. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore full of faith. Is that what's in your Bible? Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. But Jesus, sometimes Jesus surprises me. Say something, let's go. You are the son of God. Say something, let's go. He said, be wise as serpent. What's Jesus saying? The serpent is known as an ambush predator. Look, the serpent is one of the mo most hated animals in the world. Yet it never goes extinct. Because I dream, I dream, I dream. If a serpent is... What's shocking is how the serpent enters your house. You, didn't, you don't know the day he came. You look around, serpents. <laughs> It can't be a cobra, eh? Pass. He enters the house. When he enters the house too, he'll go to one side. Look for a place that the color and his color is similar. 
He can give birth there. You will not know. He and his children will be there. Full family. The whole family reunion. They will do family reunion. They will have grandchildren. All of them will be there. You will never know. Jesus says, because I am sending you a sheep in the midst of wolves. I was telling somebody last time, I said, look. He said, hey, hey, church people are bad. Church people are bad. I said, the worst any church person can do to you is gossip about you. Go out there. They are real time using diabolic powers on you. You are are going for a job. like They'll put something under your table. You come out paralyzed. They'll take the job. Real things are happening outside there. Jesus Christ said, we are all sheep. So sheep, we can knock ourselves. Knock ourselves. Sheep, knock ourselves. It's It's not fatal. He said, when you go among wolves, it's fatal. He said, because of that, be wise as a serpent. So this ambush I'm talking about, I'm not, I'm not only talking about the devil ambushing you because the devil is also known as the serpent. So Jesus said, you to be wise as a serpent. So Jesus is just telling you that the devil is crooked, so you to be crooked. You are too innocent. We don't know that they have to be crooked. The wisdom of the serpent is a crooked wisdom. One of it is hiding. You got into a new office. You want to show everybody that you know. They will take you out and God will do nothing about it. I'm a new office. Just go there. Behave like you don't know anything. Hide. God himself had to hide John the Baptist. And John the Baptist was in the woods until the day of his showing. You are in a very serious generation where everything, you are washing your face, you have to put it on snap. Some people don't know they're exposing themselves. Exposing yourself. Oh, let a mystery be shroud you. Let a, let a certain mystery be around you. Like, they don't understand. It's like, they hear your voice on social media, but they don't see you. Alright? Or the last time you posted a picture was some time ago, but you post other things that they can't understand the person. You see, when you see more older women and older men keeping quiet a lot, because what they have gone through in life, they can't talk a lot. And the younger people will not learn from them and not learn the wisdom of the aged. They will just jump on the scene. Bing, 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 bing. At least, our parents' time, there was no snap and uh, status. So something is going on inside, they keep it. They don't even have where to tell it. The last person they told their auntie or their sister betrayed them. Hey, life. <laughs> hey, life. Then they start keeping quiet from there. But no, you have to tell 106 people on your status. Everybody has seen it. Bible says that when the parents of Moses saw that he was a proper child, they hid him. When you have proper ideas, you hide them. You meet any of your friends, Charlie, I get some idea right now. And we go sell Sobolo, Sobolo for gallon inside. And the gallon, we go take put on a... Then we go take, we, we, we go get influences. And then you have, you have, you have said all your idea to friend one, friend two, friend three. You came back... The friend one has done it. You say that human beings are bad. No, you are a fool. 
You don't understand ambushing. You have been ambushed. Sometimes you have an idea, you have something you want to do, you are so quiet, even the devil is wondering what's wrong with you. That you are, the devil thinks you are not going. The Bible says that the devil is looking for you. you see, there are two animals that are known as ambush predators. Number one is the serpent, number two is the cat. All the ones in the cat family. You see lion, if you were in what Joe wildlife, the lion, he wants to catch the antelope. Antelope is just walking around. <laughs> antelope is just walking. <laughs> His mother has passed here. He took his chest. How can he also gallop? The cat is doing like this. See the antelope mother coming. Just go back like this. Just watch him. Checks. With a wicked face. Then you realize, that is him. What were you doing there? Doing there. <laughs> Jesus is saying the devil is also known as a serpent. He's also known as a deceiver. Crooked is like a serpent. But I say you to be wise as a serpent. So you and the devil should play a chess game. Chess. No chess. He ambush you, you ambush him. He ambush you, you ambush him. And people think that when we say things like this, that, ah, no, a church. The only part that God, Jesus said we should not copy from the, the serpent is the biting part. He said the only thing you are not supposed to do is harmless, you're supposed to be harmless as dough. So be wise. The only part of the snake you shouldn't learn is how he bites. Because the snake will, will hide, hide, hide. The moment you lift your mattress, stop. But he thinks you want to kill him. Ambush predator. It's checking. It's checking around. The human beings are far away. Okay, let me hide here. Okay, they are coming. Let me hide. So, behold, I send you forth. I'll show you this in the message translation. Message. Stay alert. Somebody says, stay alert. Now Jesus is sending them. He says, alert. He said, my power will cover you as you are going. By power. I was like, he gave them power over uh, demons and devils. But he didn't give them power. That's what they want about their protection. He said, no, alert. Stay alert. This is hazardous work. I'm assigning you. You are going to be like sheep running through a wolf pack. So don't call attention to yourself. You know, there are some wars, there are some fights that you are just not ready for. It's not that you can't win, you are just not ready for them. By the time you, you even win, it become a Pyrrhic victory. You know what a Pyrrhic victory is? A Pyrrhic victory is that you have, you have won, but you have, you have too many losses. Look at how, what's it come? You see the way Wilson is dressed? Huh? The way he's dressed tonight. If his aim is to protect how he has dressed tonight, if a, a young guy comes and the guy has palm oil all over him, what Wilson is supposed to do is to go home. 
He's not supposed to fight. Because he will win the fight, his dress will be stained. So as you see the small boy coming, Wilson starts on his way home. You think that, ah, we, Wilson has run away. Ah, no. Wilson is stronger than the guy. He's running away. No, he's thinking of his white dress. Embushment. You have to learn how to shock the devil. Who don't know how to shock the devil? Let me give you an example of how to shock the devil. And who think the devil cannot be shocked? I mean, I showed you that a lot. Don't show you that. Okay. You just heard. Harriet has gossiped about you. What is the normal reaction? Do you know who I am? Do you know who? This is how to shock the devil. Now, I'm not, this I'm saying, it is not severe of how you are feeling. Emotionally, it could be damaging. Knowing that you trust her a lot and she just did this about to you. You go straight. I want to thank you for being a good friend. Then you remember when she was a good friend before. The last time when wanted to eat you. Your last money, you bought food and we ate. Thank you so much for being a good friend. Thank you, Harriet. You have gone. The devil is shocked. What's wrong with this guy? A mumu guy. The devil will be looking at you, mumu guy. Because what? He's trying to give you bitterness. You just notice that all of a sudden, you are started, when you came to church, you didn't know, know anything. Your cell leader, it's through cell meetings that you start knowing the word of God. Now, you are feeling, you start feeling proud. Once you notice you are feeling proud, quickly go. Cell leader, thank you so much. The devil is thinking, because the devil is injecting pride, 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 pride. And he saw pride, 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 pride coming. But, immediately, he saw you going to your cell leader. Cell leader, I want to thank you so much. I even have a seat for you, cell leader. Thank you so much. God bless you. So lead. You go. The devil says, what's, what's wrong with this guy? He's not serious. The devil caused something devastating to happen to you. Boom! And you stand up and say, oh, we thank you, Lord. Are you okay? I've shocked the devil. You shock the devil by acting on the weight, contrary to your feelings. Because he knows how you are feeling. He's expecting you to act like that. One time someone came to see me about something, somebody said, hey, hey, hey. I said, I've forgiven him. I didn't even wait for the person to come and explain himself. I didn't want to hear whatever it was. I said, I've forgiven him. No, no, no. Said, he actually said it. He said, I said, I've forgiven him. If you misbehave, I'll give him money in addition. To learn to shock the devil. Why is a serpent? Look at the evil people. Eh? The evil people. We are, we are sitting here, we are enjoying. Oh, Ghana is a Christian nation. Ghana is a Christian country. Ghana is a Christian nation. 
We didn't know that they have printed a textbook talking against men of God. We are not reading the textbook. The children are reading the textbook. They are reading the textbook. It's an ambush. They came from behind. It's an ambush. You will not see the result immediately. Now it is Gen Z. Another Gen will come. They will come and they will hate men of God so much. You are wondering where did they get it from? It was an ambushment. So while the grown-ups are going to church and being faithful to God and being loyal to God, the devil knows that, oh no, these this grown-ups, they are already loyal to God. Then they go, he, the devil, he's a serpent. You have to understand it. So the Bible says we should also be wise as serpents. So we too, while we are sitting here, we also go and ambush their children. We all go and hide in the schools. I'm going to tell you the story. Of the greatest spy, the greatest Israeli spy. I'll tell you a story. How they won the Six Day War and took the Golan Heights. There was an Israeli. Hmm? He was an Israel. He was born Israeli, but he wanted to, you know, on behalf of Israel. Okay, he wanted to because one of their biggest enemies was Syria. So the man grew up, was doing business, went to Argentina, went to do business in Argentina, you know. But it's all planned. It's only good men who don't plan. Bad men plan. It's only good men don't plan. But the time good men stand up, bad men have filled all the managerial positions. Is there a child that will be that, that, that has been born, that they are grooming to be, we want you to be uh, head of Bank of Ghana. Mm. And the guy is going through school and they are grooming him, not just his parents. He's being supported, taken here, here, and all they are doing, one aim, is should just be in Bank of Ghana. Good men don't play everybody. What do you want to be? <laughs> I want to shine shoe. Okay, go ahead, shine shoe. What do you want to be? I want to do this. Say, it's, it's about my heart. It's about my heart. Bad men don't think like that. It's not about your heart. It's not about your heart. We want you to enter this place. We want you to go and make the head of this. And they know that in some years to come, we want to do something with it. No, no, no. I like to draw. So all I want to do is to draw. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go and enter this place position. Be there in your office. Be drawing. When I hear about how people take their children to, to football academy at age eight. And the person can play football beyond 39. But they will take him from age eight. That's, that will be his life. They are looking at something. They are looking at something. By the time he's collecting 25 million. No, no, no. I want him to read. I want him to be an accountant. He will be an accountant to count the money of the footballer. Is their plan. Now, this guy was in Argentina. So, when he was in Argentina for those years, it made him lose everything that made him look like an Israeli. Then he now went as a successful Argentinian businessman 
went to be in Syria, became friends with their prime minister. <laughs> what do you say? Oh, a cobra. Eh? Became friends with the prime minister of Syria. He became so close to him. And you know, there are some people, they know how to make friends. It's like, even if you don't like them, you will just like, they will just know how. Charlie, where you day? I said, I said, make a, make a bell you then see how you they do. You just think, that's something about this guy. He just, he just knows how to become my friend. He became tight friends with the prime minister. The prime minister was telling him everything. The prime minister of Syria saying, okay, so this is where we've kept our weapons. This is where we have done this. So we're going to destroy Israel in this particular time. We're going to do this. And he was sending information to Israel. Because Israel at that time was not a strong nation enough to beat Syria. It was the spy that made this happen. Well, it did not end well for him though. Because Russia intelligence picked him. See, the betrayal was too much. The Syrian prime minister could not take it. The betrayal was too much. He, he, he was his guy. He was sleeping in his house. Mm. What's this guy sleeping in his house? They killed the guy. They did not give the body back to Israel. Ah, they destroyed, they massacred him. They, they put the body into pieces. His body never returned. Ambush Syria. Ambush Syria. There's a lot I can say about this. But let me just read a scripture and we'll close with this. And we start praying. Prayer is one of the ways you ambush the devil, especially speaking in tongues. He doesn't know what you are saying. What's wrong with these people? What's wrong with these people? Now, the story I'm about to read is the story of Joshua in the Bible. Joshua has just lost a war against a city called Ai. Jericho was way bigger than Ai. So when they won against Jericho, they were going to Ai like, <laughs> you guys don't know who, you don't know who we are. You don't know who we are. You know, we just, we just destroyed Jericho. So they went about to take them down. But because of what Achan had done, God was already against them. So they fled before Ai. And Joshua had never experienced something like that before. He had fought for Moses. Joshua had fought for Moses. And Joshua had fought, you know, as leader of Israel. Oh, all the while Joshua was doing that, God didn't know that AI, one day in his life, he's going to turn back and run away from AI. Now, by the time he's turning back and running away from AI, many, some of his soldiers have been killed. So the Bible says that Joshua that night went to pray and cry. And God said, Joshua, I'm paraphrasing. And it's exactly what God said. My friend, stand up from the floor. What are you crying about? You know why this thing is happening? Somebody took something. Stand up from the floor. Why are you crying? Ah, Joshua said, really? Someone? They went to start organizing a search. People are wondering why Achan was killed, he and his whole family. People are wondering why. Because where he hid the thing he took, his family must have seen it when he was hiding it. That's the topic for another day. So they went to AI. When they got to AI, they fled before AI. Now, after Ekan had been dealt with, they are going back to go and fight AI. 
This is what happened. Let's go. Joshua chapter 8 from verse 1. We're going to read from verse 1. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee and arise. Go up to Ai. See, I have given into thy hand the king of Ai and his people and his city and his land. Can you imagine? You have your land. God said he has given to somebody. Verse 2. And thou shalt do to... May God not give your land to somebody. And, and, and thou shalt do to Ai and her king as thou didst unto Jericho and her king. Only the spoil thereof and the cattle thereof shall ye take for a prey unto yourselves. Lay thee an ambush for the city behind it. Did you see ambush? God says you're going to win the battle. He said, but you, you, you can't just win this battle. You are going to do it this way. You're going to lay an ambush for the city behind it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's three. So Joshua rose and all the people of war to go up against Ai. And Joshua chose out 30,000 mighty men of valor and sent them away by night. He sent them away by what time? He said, but what time? Why? So nobody will see. Okay. So you, you, people think that it's only the devil who is crooked. God. It's you don't know God. God. The Bible says in Isaiah 45, I'm the God that hideth myself. He's always hiding. If he didn't hide the, the, the redemptive plan, you know what would have happened? No, think about it. Jesus has been born and he's born in the, in the, in the choice city. Nicest hotel. And it's all in the newspapers. The, the, the son of God who is going to save the whole world has been born. What's going to happen? I want to kill him. So he said, go into manger. Into manger. Into manger. Where nobody's expecting. Where sheep were born. Nobody's expecting. The wise men who now went to Herod and went to say something they're not supposed to say. Cause the death of all the children. When Herod heard it, he said, Go out, I'll come worship. When he saw that the guys did not come, he said, Okay, then let's kill all the children. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have said it. I'm doing this, you are saying it. I'm now going to eat at this place. I like to eat at this place. I'm now going to this at this place. Everybody knows. Some people, when you watch their snap, you can see their whole life. If you, if you want to kill them, you follow the snap and kill them. And he commanded them, saying, Behold, you shall lie in wait against the city. Even behind the city. Go not very far from the city, but be ye all ready. You know what? Let me give you a minor language. From verse 5, let's start from NIV. From verse 5. Because this is very, is very King James. I and all those with me will advance on the city, and when the men come out against us, as they did before, we will flee from them. I see the strategy. He said, we will go as though we are going to fight the city. No, this is how they won the war against AI. It's not like God is not with them. God is with them. God is the one who tells them to do this. He said, go. So sometimes when you are praying, what you don't know is that the Holy Spirit will give you an idea, a wisdom, a strategy. 
So he says, Joshua said, we'll go as though we are going to fight the people. As we are going to fight the people, meaning they start coming, we'll say, hey, we'll behave as though they are about to kill us. They'll say, hey, we are afraid. They will start going. Back. Meanwhile, they send people behind the city. Next verse. They will pursue us until we have lured. And if the Bible is for you, underline lured. We don't know how to lure. You know the good thing about knowing how to ambush? When the devil is about to ambush you, you catch him. <laughs> you want to thief, thief, man. <laughs> They will pursue us until we have lured them away from the city. For they will say, they are running away from us as they did before. So when we flee from them, <laughs> you are to rise up from ambush and take the city. The Lord your God will give it into your hand. <laughs> when you have taken the city, set it on fire. Do what the Lord has commanded. See to it, you have my orders. Go ahead. Then Joshua sent them off, and they went to the, to the place of ambush and lay in wait between Bethel and Ai, to the west of Ai, but Joshua spent that night with the people. Early the next morning, Joshua mustered his army, and he and the leaders of Israel marched be before them to Ai. The entire force that was with him marched up and approached the city and arrived in front of it. They set up camp north of Ai with a valley between them and the city. Joshua had taken about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. So the soldiers took up their positions with the main camp to the north of the city and the ambush to the west of it. That night, Joshua went into the valley. When the king of Ai saw this, he and all the men of the city hurried out early in the morning to meet Israel in battle at a certain place overlooking the Arabah. But he did not know that an ambush had been set against him behind the city. Are you following the story? Joshua and all Israel let themselves be driven back before them and they fled towards the wilderness. All the men of Ai were called to pursue them and they pursued Joshua and were lured away from the city. Foolish people. Not a man remained in Ai or Bethel who did not go after Israel. They had no savings. All right? They did not save a single person in the city. They said, all of us, let's kill them. <laughs> because they thought they had the world free meat. They thought they got him free. They left the city open and went in pursuit of Israel. Another day. Then the Lord said to Joshua, hold out toward I the javelin that is in your hand, for into your hand I will deliver the city. So Joshua held out toward the city the javelin that was in his hand. Now, this is a spiritual part. This is a spiritual part of it. Because the fight is going on. You see the system. Because it put, it put, Joshua puts, another day we'll talk about that. Joshua put 5,000 men behind. So there's already a system. All right? There's a system there. Then there's a strategy. The strategies will go, they pursue us, we leave. But there's also the spirit. So the spirit tells him, 
Joshua, what you're going to be doing all the while, while they are fighting is that hold your javelin against the city. While they are fighting, this is what you do. So there's the system you set, there's a strategy God gives you, but you also require the spirit. Next verse. As soon as he did this, the men in the ambush rose quickly from their position and rushed forward. They entered the city and captured it and quickly set it on fire. Now you see what will happen. Verse 20. The men of Ai looked back and saw the smoke of the city rising up into the sky. But they had no chance to escape in any direction. The Israelites who had been fleeing toward the wilderness had turned back against the pursuers. Now, are you seeing what has happened? They are running away. The city is there. They, they, they run because they thought... Okay, can I have two people? Yeah. You stand here. You are the guy from the ambush. Huh? You are Israel. So I'm sitting in my house. These guys are behind me, ambushing me. Then this guy comes to, as though he wants to attack me. So you come, don't attack me. Then, yes, a real soldier, a soldier in Christ. He comes to attack me. Then I pursue him. Then he turns his back. When he turns his back, I, I begin to pursue him as though I want to kill him. Then this guy sets the city on fire. I see the smoke. I turn back and this guy now starts following me. Because, so you see what, what will be said over here. All right, keep standing. He says, but they had no chance to escape in any direction. The Israelites who had been fleeing toward the wilderness turned back against their pursuers. Next verse, he says, for when Joshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had taken the city and the smoke was going up from it, they turned around and attacked the men of Ai. Next verse. Those in the ambush also came out of the city against them so that they were caught in the middle with Israelites on both sides. Israel cut them down, leaving them neither survivors nor fugitives. In the King James, go back to verse 20 in the King James. And when the men of Ai looked behind them, they saw and behold, the smoke of the city ascended up to heaven and they had no power to flee this way or that way. What, what has happened? A shock! They've been shocked! So now they are between. Remember, it's all the men, not the women. So their wives are at home. And their children are at home. So when they saw the smoke, my wife, this one too, is coming to kill me. So, so it's between my wife and me now. Obviously, there was, there was no power to flee this world. They didn't know. Are we going back? Are you, are you getting it? Are we going back to quench the fire in the city? Or we are going to fight? If we fight, they are killing our wives. If we go and quench the city, they are also following us. Sit down. They lay ambush in the city. You know, Nothing could ever shock Jesus. One time he said in John chapter 2 verse 24, he said he knew what was in man. He did not commit himself to man. Some of you have been betrayed because you, you, you have opened yourself. When I tell you that God, master ambush, eh? People don't, people don't, when you read the Bible, he told, he told, well, let's look at it. Chapter 16, 
from verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1. The Lord said unto Samuel, look at this. The Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reign over Israel? Fill thy horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. You know what shocked me there? God did not tell Samuel, don't mourn for Saul. I've rejected him. I'm going to search for a king. So all the while Saul was there, God had a replacement already. You can't shock God. I'm telling you, as I'm standing here, God has like three people ready to substitute me if I misbehave. If I say, God, I will not do it again. Oh, sorry. We'll pray for you. All right. <laughs> After, and and the, the funny thing is that he's been training the person. I will not be a cell leader again. They will see who will do it. Ah! I tell you, the day God called you, he, he got like four people on the touch line. Everyone's watched football before. They are playing the game, but someone is, 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 is warming up. So while you are playing, I'm wondering, is it me they are coming to remove? <laughs> Is it me? As you're playing, you're thinking, what have I done wrong? I'm not playing well. <laughs> I'm not playing well. The most devastating will be the goalkeeper because it's only one change. When you see another goalkeeper warming up, say, what have I done wrong today? <laughs> God. You can never handicap God. You can never shock him. Jesus said he knew what was in man. He, he knows man can betray him. He knows man can leave. You know that? You understand? All your life, everything revolves around one's particular best friend. He's my bestie. She's 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 my bestie. Your bestie now. Put pepper in your eyes. Say, say, life, life. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to me. I don't know what happened to me. No. You have a bestie. You have another friend somewhere. Another friend to another corner. So I'm best to leave. Say, oh, thank you so much. Will you also be bestie? <laughs> Let me tell you, I've seen a lot as a leader. As a pastor, I remember when I was a fellowship leader. I had so many leaders. I had some who were very loyal. They were like a group of 10 boys. At that time, the likes of Pastor Claude, and the rest were behind. They were little, little, little boys. Little, little boys passing. These guys, one day, turned against me. They turned against me. Once they started turning against me, I went to look for the likes of Pastor Claude. Quick, quick, quick. Me, I don't think. One, one, one of the gifts God has given me is that I don't cry for long. It's a gift. I don't cry. I cry first. <laughs> he has left me. He has left tomorrow. I said, what's the next thing to do? No, I don't cry for long. Number two, I don't put too much trust in man. You can't shock Jesus. One day, all the disciples of Jesus left. When he preached the toughest message, he said, drink my blood. They all left Jesus. You can't shock Jesus. When they all left, 
Jesus looked at his disciples and said, will you also go? He said, no, we will not go. Look at Peter. Peter said, Master, light a light, I'll be with you. I'll be with you, no matter what happens. He even proved it by cutting ear. Like, that is how zealous he was. He says, Peter, some of these things you are doing, you will betray me before the cold cruise. If Jesus did not know, I would say he knew what was in man. Don't forget that scripture, John chapter 2, verse 24. Don't put all your life in the hand of a man. He knew what was in man. But Jesus did not commit himself unto men because he knew all men. And Peter betrayed him. Imagine if he didn't know and he actually believed what Peter was saying. Master, I will be with you. You don't know. You don't know. You, you don't know me. You don't know me, Peter. I'm even loyal to the fishes I used to catch. Jesus will say, thank you, Peter. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for my trying times. Thank you, Peter. Then Jesus will be watching. The Bible says that the first time he denied, it was because of a little girl. Oh, little girl. What girls have made people do in this life? You are, asking, you are wondering what? She says, say Say, I should not say it. I'll say it. So Peter, first betrayer, second betrayer, third one, Bible says Jesus turned and looked at him. He saw Jesus. And Jesus did not say, hey, Peter, after everything. No, he did not commit himself to man. Don't be ambushed. Don't be ambushed. You'll be the one ambushing. Ambush. To be, to have an ambush, have a plan for everything. The friendship must be going some way. Have a plan for everything. Some people don't have a plan. It's just, she's just my friend. No, the friendship must be going somewhere. I, mean, I don't have friends like that though. I, strat I strategize the friendship. This friendship is going like this. If I see that it's not going like that, you don't see me again. This ambushment. <laughs> You get it. You see, I'll add this, then we pray. You see, sometimes we tell the sisters that if a guy says he likes you, talk to your pastor. See, the, the guys that will tell you that. No, 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 no. You can make a decision for yourself. They know what they are saying. Let me tell you. It is hard to lure a lady who has many brothers. Why? She has been taught all the schemes mm. and the ambushments mm. of the men. It's true, eh? He said it's true. So sometimes they talk to your pastor. They will say, ah, but no, no. Then sometimes they even try to drag the church mm. and say that. That church, they will tell you, talk to your pastor. They know. They know. Mm. They and the devil, their master, knows <laughs> what exactly is being said. They know. Because let me tell you something. If 
you in fact let me even tell you this sometimes you say go and pray about it pray about it is good though mm. but I still say it you know why the faculty through which God will talk to you is the same faculty with which you are feeling the thing oh. a lot of the time when you say God has talked to you you didn't hear a voice it was inside that same inside you have used it to think foolish things before same faculty. It's still playing with your emotions. So when you see, I think Jeremiah eight eleven. Check for me, Jeremiah eight eleven. <laughs> Don't say, oh, eh, no. I, listen, I know I'm the one who taught you how to hear the voice of God, peace, and all this. Let me tell, show you something that I said in Jeremiah eight eleven. He said, for they have healed the head of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, peace, peace, when there's no peace. Mm. When you are not a mature Christian, the likelihood that you'll be able to tell for sure that this is God speaking to you is very low. So you have to talk to a spiritual authority who will now think objectively and not how you are feeling. Mm. Because how you are feeling is strong. You are looking at how nice the boy is, how well he's talking, how he speaks with scriptures. Mm. And you look for the past two years, no guy has passed by your DM. And you are thinking, Lord, this is my opportunity. This is my opportunity, Lord. And you are thinking, you say, I'm going to pray about it. That's you are praying, you're answering yourself. He said, they have healed the head of the daughter of my people slightly. He said, they have made them feel good. That's the meaning of it. He said, they have just made them feel good by telling them, peace, peace, when there's no peace. You are being ambushed. My dear sister, you are being ambushed. You said, you thank me for the message. Yes. No, the sisters won't thank me. I, 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 they, won't, they won't thank me. Because the gentlemen don't like this message. Some gentlemen don't like this message. No, 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 no. Pastor is going to... The cobras! <laughs> There's nothing wrong with telling your pastor. Nothing wrong with it. It's beyond him, the pastor. He's in an office. He's in the office of the pastor. By the time the matter gets to him, people will listen to him. Because some people come and tell you as though, pastor, I am dating this person. I just want you to know. Mm. If you tell me that, I'll say, the Lord be with you. Peace, peace. When there's no peace. (laughs) But someone will say, pastor, I'm ready to listen. What do you think? Are you ready to listen? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are you ready to listen? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are you ready to listen? Okay. Give me one year. Mm. Hey! <laughs> There's some people have given me one year like that. Mm. By the time the one year was ending, the thing was not working. It doesn't mean I'll give everybody one year. I'm just trying to say that I look at the thing. Even me, I'm not seeing clearly. I say, give me one year. By one year, I'll see. 
Because I told you first, when there's no revelation, give time. When there's no revelation, what you need is time. When you are not sure, time. When the guy is pressing, pressing, say, why are you rushing to? Hmm. Is it not marriage? Marriage. Oh, why are you rushing to? Oh, Jesus will come soon. So, oh, no, Jesus will come soon. Let's win souls. <laughs> Jesus will come soon. Let's win souls. <laughs> oh, you don't want to go. I ask him. Oh, you don't want to go for the rapture. The way you are in a hurry is like, I'm going to go and you are not going to go. So I don't know how. So for they have healed the head of the daughter of my people slightly. So they are making them feel good and they are telling them, oh, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine. Peace, peace. When there's no peace. The subject of the will of God, a lot of the time, when you are, when you are talking to a new Christian, they need guidance. Lamps don't make decisions. Sheep make decisions for lambs. And sheep's decisions are guided by the shepherd. So if we tell a new Christian who got born again two weeks ago that listen to the voice of God, what is he going to hear? He's not going to hear it. He'll hear himself. As I was praying, Pastor, the Lord said to me, he's the one, he's the one. Then after two years, not the one. So Pastor, I was not sure. Another one, Pastor, this one I'm sure. It's another one. So you are just going to mess up yourself. The devil is ambushing. It's time for you to learn how to learn how to ambush the devil. You ambush him by acting on the word. And I say you also ambush him by praying in tongues. He doesn't understand what is going on. As you have gathered like this to pray in tongues, he doesn't know what are they praying about. What are they doing? What is what was this one This one This one What is wrong with these people, self? Leave them. And the devil has that track record. He leaves people for a season. When Jesus started quoting scriptures, I would say the devil left him for a season. And comes, the devil wanted you to be hurt by what happened. He said, No, I forgive. The devil said, What's wrong with you? you be my boy. Lessons from wars.